0: My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part it's of your day classic. with It's the classic. You know, it's good. I mean, not because... Or on Facebook, pre- or you the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. That's what this is. Uh, you will notice, if you're watching online instead of listening on the podcast, that I am sitting in the jump seat today. It's me here alone here. In fact, let's, let's give everybody a little bit of a, here we go. This is the jump seat, right? This is the computer that it all works off of. And that's where I normally sit, right? I hope you all have vertigo now. Uh, That's where I normally sit, but you'll notice that I am instead sitting in Ashley's seat. Now I got to figure out if I can put that back on. Good. Um, Now I'm sitting in Ashley's seat uh, because Ashley's not here. Ashley has abandoned us. She's gone to the valley where and, and honestly, she loves the the Rio Grande Valley so much that there's a fair chance that she does not um come back. And so, we'll see. Uh at least for today, I am your captain uh here at the uh here at the, at the desk. Uh our first four through the door, Aaron Arbuckle, Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, friends, and a special uh, welcome to Kevin Higginbotham, who is joining us from Colorado. Thanks very much for uh, for making sure you uh, you you joined from out of state. We appreciate that. Uh, today is Thursday, February twentieth, twenty twenty. 280 days until Thanksgiving, episode 908. 908, the number of hits per nine innings that Casey Cox gave up in his illustrious Washington Senators and Texas Rangers career from 1966 to 1972 was traded for Jim Rowland in 1972, the inaugural year that the Rangers were in Arlington. On today's show, friends, uh, a couple of things we've got that I think you're really going to like. And if you don't, well, I'm sorry. The show is free and we'll try again on Monday. But... A couple of things I think you're going to like. First of all, we had a great conversation with a gentleman named Bill Webb. Bill Webb is the, uh, the head of the Southlake Carroll Booster Club, but more importantly, uh, not more importantly, as importantly, he is also the founder of Sports One Network. Sports One Network is an interesting new um, uh, platform by which athletes can get better and train uh, remotely. It's very interesting. We had a great conversation with Bill Webb. We're going to talk with him coming up here in a moment. In the back half of the program, we had a great conversation in College Station, I think so. We caught up with Jake Greedle, the head coach of the Marshall Mavericks, um, who is uh, looking to make some noise there out there in uh, in, in East Texas. So we're excited to talk, or we we were excited to talk to to Coach Greedle. I can tell you, it's a good interview. Um, just because I know it's on tape, and so you are going to like it very much. But in any case, uh, we've got a lot of uh, great stuff to talk uh, to talk about today, uh, one of which is we caught up with uh, Bill Webb of the Sports 1 Network. Now, this is an interesting thing that I think you guys are really going to like. Here's our conversation with Bill Webb of the Sports 1 Network here on Texas Football Today. It's the off season, the deep off season of the Texas high school football season, and uh, that doesn't mean that people have stopped working. In fact, this is the time when you see uh, a lot of players uh, around the state really turn up uh, the training and, and try to f- figure out how they can get better. And here to talk a little bit about one way of doing that is the founder of a new network, Sports One. Uh, we're joined by uh, Bill Webb. Bill, appreciate your time. Hey, thanks. Glad to be here. So, so let's talk a little bit about Sports One and the Sports One network. Uh, tell me... Uh, how this all came about and and kind of the uh, the the brainchild behind this
1: well we've been in the training business with quarterbacks receivers offensive skill players uh since 2012 and as time went by we determined that if the only way we're going to train people is on the field mm-hmm. we're really limited so now we have quarterbacks particularly that fly in from all over the country to train, but we started going to Europe a few years ago, and we do camps over there during the month of November. And we really had a strong need as we left there for something for those kids to continue to work on, mm-hmm. uh, because they just don't have the type training programs, particularly in Germany and Italy. So we created something that was a distance learning model, a way that you could go online. The second part of it is as a parent, I got two kids in high school now, one that graduated a year ago. I'm sort of the ultimate consumer parent for sports training. Sure. And you just seem to find out stuff in, you know, in fits and starts. You know, If you know where to Google, you might get something good. But people who train for a living tend to not put everything on the internet because they want you to have to come to Mm -hmm. them and pay for it so we really had the idea of of being a resource for an athlete for a parent and particularly youth coaches who are looking for good information so it's not a real proper term for you know the internet age but we're a one-stop shop Mm -hmm. for training uh virtually and uh and we're excited
0: about it and so you know in a lot of ways it sounds like you guys saw you saw a place where maybe there was a bit of a void, right? Where it's like, here's a place where, where can I go? That's just one place that I can get all the training modules that I'm going to need. Um, you know, cause I think you're right. I think you look across the internet uh, and, and there's great, there's great information out there, but it's all scattered to the, to the, uh, you know, to the 10 wins for you. It seems like, our, your goal is, is gathering it all in one place and saying hey if you want to come and learn to be a better learn to be a better athlete sports one is your place.
1: Yeah, so about 30% of the content we're basically pulling from other places mm-hmm. to make it more convenient. The other 70% is uh, <laughs> is content that we create, either video, audio, or even written in some cases. And it really is. It's a, it's a place that you can come to. Right now, it's football. We'll eventually roll out the other team sports. Baseball will come out in May. Uh, but there's other topics, things like recruiting. We're not a recruiting service, but say a parent wants to understand what's a walk-on, what's a preferred mm-hmm. walk-on you know, what's a dead period for NCAA recruiting. We talk about, you know, why it's important to go to college camps. And that's one of the features that we have. It's very difficult. If you know where to go Google to find a particular college's camp, you can do that. But there's really not many places, really any that I know of, where you can go find every college football camp in Texas and get a link directly back to them. So it's really just us
0: trying to bring everything under one banner. Well, and and I think that Man, I get those emails all the time, and I'm sure you get questions all the time about, hey, you know, because the recruiting process, especially for people who are not – who their first real engagement with the football world is that their kid is starting to play and maybe is starting to excel in football and starting to get recruited – it's a wilderness out there. And if you don't know what you're doing, I mean, it's really easy to get lost. And And so I think that's really interesting that you guys include that that type of information uh, for, for parents. So I think it's interesting that, that yeah, there's going to be stuff on there that's training for for players. Obviously, that's first and foremost. But it's not just for players. Parents are, are can get involved here. And then you mentioned the youth coaches as well. It seems like there's a wide swath of people that, that you're appealing to. Here.
1: Yeah, so a couple of things. We call it sideline knowledge. You know, a parent's talking to another parent on the sideline of a seven-on-seven game. They may be getting accurate information. They may not. Uh, Our idea is to be able to bring, you know, facts to the table for a parent. And another thing that's important, you know, really the basic – we love college, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. high school and college football just like like you do. But it all starts with middle school and high school football. And, you know, what we're really trying to do is put information – in the hands of the kid who may never play college football. He may never get a scholarship. You know, programs have 70, 80 kids on the sideline. 30 of them really, you know, get in there and make a difference. But you got to have that other 50 or 60 to have a program. So this isn't just about elite athletes training. This is for any kid. We just put a series on there about speed training that you can really do by yourself. We have a series coming up on practicing quarterback by yourself everybody can't go hire a 150 fifty dollar trainer everybody can't run to the gym four days a week we're trying to put tools in their hands so the kid can look at it on his phone and then go out in the front yard and emulate it and practice it the parent can see it and then the last thing is we're developing a series of videos for that youth coach who's probably a volunteer at Mm -hmm. the recreational level who says i'm more than happy to coach but i don't know how to run a practice so we're trying to put things out there so that coach has a resource to you know, be able to create a good experience for an athlete so they don't play one year and quit because all they did was stand
0: around and practice right. all the time. Well, when you take a look at Sports 1 Network, there's a ton of video content on there. There's a ton of stuff. How do you how do you navigate the idea of, of not only putting the, the best kind of content out there, but also keeping it current? Because as you know, football is... Uh, there are advances being made in training every single, every single, seems like every single day. How do you keep, how do you make sure that you guys are keeping current and, and making sure that, that you guys have the best possible information up there? So one of the
1: things is there's not a sports one way of doing it. Mm. So our our idea is to bring perspectives, different instructors perspectives. We have several high school coaches on there and they may talk about a three-step drop for a quarterback mm-hmm. differently because they do it differently in their programs, that's fine. We're also doing what we call perspective reporting. So if we're talking about a a walk on process, we may have a short video from an athlete who has walked on Mm. at a school and what it was like for him. Then we have a short video about the parent and what the process was like for them. Then we may talk to the recruiting coordinator for that school. So we're trying to give all kinds of different perspectives to a subject we call it clusters and so when we're talking about quarterback play and and maybe you're talking about the quick game we may have five different coaches that have a video about that because we're not there to say this is the right way we're there to say these are the different perspectives on how this is taught you defer to the experts we do yeah we do Uh i mean that's you know, in the Google world, you're you know they want to know who the experts are. That that's exactly what we're trying to do: is, is pull content that exists, create content, and and be a resource for people who want to know how it's done.
0: Well, and just before we, we got on the air here, you know, you you mentioned to me that that there's uh, you know a, a big time name that I think is coming to the Sports One Network, and I guess you can help reveal it here on the on the show as
1: well. Yeah, literally today's the day
0: we're releasing it. So Tom
1: House. Yeah. Wow. Kind of the mad scientist of both pitching and quarterback mechanics. Uh, He's going to be in what we call our quarterback room. That's our podcast on Sports One. We'll do that tomorrow. And then our sort of sister company, Quarterback Ranch, Tom is going to be the keynote speaker at our Adidas camp, which will be in July at L.D. Bell High School. So we're really excited. Uh, We've had to change our format because in the past Les Miles was there last year and he got up and talked for 20 minutes about quarterbacks. Tom House can't talk twenty minutes about anything, so we've cleared the deck. We're going to have an hour for him in between the morning and afternoon sessions at lunch and in the indoor at LD Bell, and just let him
0: talk. And we're really excited. You mentioned quarterback ranch. Uh, you know, I do want to ask you about that. You know, you're the you're you're the founder of, of quarterback ranch as well. Um, how have you seen that grow over the course? of Because that's a name. Obviously, you know, we'll, we'll talk about what's on your chest here in a moment, but. <laughs> Uh, Southlake Carroll has a history of putting out great quarterbacks. It seems like this feels like a natural fit with, with, with quarterback ranch you know, coming from uh, Southlake.
1: Well, it really started when my son, who's now at Texas A&M, mm-hmm. was a sixth grader, and I was sitting in the stands with Hal Lawson at a George Whitfield camp at Dragon Stadium. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. George Whitfield did a good job, but the logistics of the camp – was really bad and they were having to borrow footballs from south lake carroll and do different things and i've been in the sports and event business my entire life and i just asked how are they always like this and he said yeah pretty much and so at that point in time i decided i could be really good at creating the right experience for the athlete and for the parent and then i could hire people so i hired uh so we created quarterback ranch i hired a kid and he was a kid then by the name of uh, Nate Popple, who uh, had been the quarterback at Texas A&M Kingsville. He was my first employee. He's now our general manager, and there's another little story I can tell you in a minute. But he's been with me since day one, and we began to create this process. Chase Wasson was a part early on, and what we just saw was is that there was a real need for camps, that uh that produced a good experience that started on time and that ended on time so we spent a lot of time in our brand and our website development uh a lot of the people that are in the training business do it part-time they're coaches they're they're ex-athletes and they they do it in their spare time you know they do it on a field they're probably not supposed to be on Mm -hmm. you know somebody slips them fifty dollars and that's the transaction and you know there's really no way to run a business. So over the years, we've been able to develop a brand of business. I had a great interaction early on with Gino Pierce, who owns mm-hmm. performance course. My kids were were in performance course at South Lake, and we really became the performance course for skills training. We go into the school systems during the off season. This is our hot time of the year. And we train, particularly in the middle schools, but the middle schools and the varsity level. And that's really been our business. We do camps around the country. We do group sessions every Wednesday and every Saturday at LD Bell. But the two best things I ever did was hire Nate and number two, have lunch with Gino and mm-hmm. understand. And still to this day, Northwest ISD, we're hand in hand with them and all the middle schools. They do. Uh, performance course three times a week and they do it with us two times a week before school. And, uh, and we love it. Uh, we're not, we've trained a lot of, of big time players and still do. we got a couple in the NFL right on down to college and high school. But at the end of the day, we're trying to take that fifth or sixth grader who thinks he wants to be a quarterback, mm-hmm. but honestly may never turn out to be a quarterback and do things to help them learn the position but also help them be better athletes. So whatever position they turn out playing, my son's a perfect example. When he was in the sixth grade, he was a center. Mm -hmm. And, you know, as he graduated from Carroll, he's a 6'3", you know, quarterback. And and who would have known in the sixth grade if he was going to, you know, actually turn out to be a quarterback. So our goal is to help those kids have fun, help them enjoy the game. We'll train our share of great quarterbacks. But our real job is to take that fifth or sixth grader Whatever he's playing and help him through the process, whether it's in school, in our group sessions, we do a little bit of private instruction, but we've got 15 or 20 guys who train all over and we love it. I mean, some of our kids get scholarship because that's just what you have to do. And uh, it's been fun to watch a kid that we started. We've got a, a receiver from Grapevine by the name of Jack Ertz. He was our first student in when he was in the fifth grade and he's a receiver now at columbia on Mm -hmm. a full ride had a great career at grapevine and we used to say jack couldn't catch a cold in this grade and now he's six four he's a tremendous young man he's on a full ride at columbia and that's what's been great for us is to watch those journeys
0: uh, i can't let you go uh without asking you about uh about the carol dragons worth mentioning you are the the, the president of the south lake dragons booster club yep. so you are a little bit biased here but how are we feeling about the dragons heading into 2020 well, you gotta be excited if Quinn Ewers is at quarterback. That's uh, a good place to start. <laughs> he's he's a tremendous athlete.
1: The irony is so when when I first met Nate, he was in a cow pasture training Quinn because Quinn's his cousin. Oh wow. And we had no idea at that point in time what Quinn was gonna turn into, but I hired Nate because I met him uh through Quinn's dad, Curtis. Mm-hmm. So so we watched Quinn grow up you know riley dodge has done you know a great job with that program he's really made it fun to be a part of you know i'm i'm getting older but i just love to go to practice and watch the way they do it um you know i know he was on with you the other day a little funny story and he was uh he was uh talking about the weather channel so yesterday we slipped him a weather channel hat Practice yeah. At practice morning, so I got a nice text that says, "Boy got jokes," so <laughs> <laughs> so it was a nice connection. But but you know, it's it, it's a great program. It's reload whether it's baseball, cross country, mm-hmm. whatever it is. It's we're we're blessed to be in a great community with great coaches, great parents, and obviously some pretty good athletes.
0: Well, if people want to find out more about Sports One, where can they go?
1: SportsOneConnection.com. We kind of call it Sports One Network, but mm-hmm. it's Sports One Connection and one. One is the number one, mm-hmm. and then Quarterback Ranch is the quarterbackranch.com. We're on all the social media platforms, and uh, there's plenty of information on there. Well, the
0: big things doing out there in South Lake. Uh, Bill Webb, really appreciate your time. Thanks for coming in, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you on a practice field soon. Thanks, Greg. There he is, Bill Webb, the uh, founder of the Sports One Network, SportsOneConnection.com, the number one, uh, SportsOneConnection.com. Uh, as well as uh, the founder of QB Ranch and the president of the Southlake Carol Booster Club. Appreciate his time yesterday chatting him up uh, about all things going on in his world. So appreciate his time yesterday. We are Texas football today. We're here every weekday at noon. I say we. I'm here alone. That's kind of weird. But I—it's not me. It's we. It is. It's a whatever. It's a really. We are Texas football today. We're here every weekday noon on Texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Dave Campbell's. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com/slash Dave Campbell's, and of course, see us at Texasfootball.com. Texasfootball.com's got a lot of good stuff up there, and also stuff that I wrote. So check that out. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider if you are so inclined. It would help to make shows like this possible. And uh, you know, you get two magazines. You clean the 2020 Summer Edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football mailed directly to you early. Before it hits newsstand. Early. Before it hits newsstands. Uh, so if that is appealing to you, if you're a football nerd like I am, uh, then become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com insider. Makes a great gift as well. So if you're in the Uh, If you screwed up Valentine's Day, if you screwed up Valentine's Day, then maybe get your sweetheart uh, a subscription to Dave Campbell's Texas Football at TexasFootball.com slash insider. While we were in College Station about a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, about two weeks ago, we caught up with the head coach of the Marshall Mavericks, Coach Jake Greedle, Uh, was kind enough to spare us a little bit of his time. Here's our conversation with Marshall Coach Jake Greedle here on Texas Football today. Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas football and texasfootball.com here at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station here with the head coach, the Marshall Mavericks, Coach Jake Greedle. Coach, thanks for taking yeah. a little bit of time for us. Thanks for, thanks for everything y'all do. Is... Well, let me ask you, year one's in the books. Year one's yeah. a, What do you know now that you didn't know?
2: Man, your... is is uh, is everything an acceptable <laughs> answer? Um, Man, you know, it, it's uh, it's been an incredible year. Uh, you know, with just some of the things that that we've gone through in Marshall, and um, some of the some of the adversities, some of the joys. Um, but uh, man, it's the the pressure of that seat is is different than than. I mean, you don't know until you know. Right. And so, uh, but you know, in, in a place like Marshall, it's. It, I mean, when you got a town so support and and you know you're in a football community, it, it makes some of those.
0: Hard times a little easier you know did you feel like you got more comfortable in the job as sure. the season went on
2: Yeah absolutely you know um, you know I've been, I've been very blessed to have a, a strong network that are a bunch of coaches that are older than me that, that would just kind of stay in my ear and, and um, you know just kind of give me tidbits and and you know we have a great staff and, and so um, you know if I could say anything to, to young coaches out there you know and, and you know I think of guys like Riley Dodge and, and some of the, some of the other young coaches out there man you've got to have an outstanding staff um, to, to make the thing go because if you don't, man, it's <laughs> you're, you're
0: going to struggle. Uh, as far as the, the kids are concerned, the players are concerned, do you feel like they were buying into what you're selling? Do you feel like they would? Yeah,
2: you know, I mean, I look at the senior class that we had this, this year and, and from freshman to finish, you know, this past year, they've had three head coaches in Marshall. And, and you know, and, and being able to say, you know, that that senior class has won three district championships – with having three head coaches in, in their high school careers is, is pretty impressive um you know and, and so the, the adversity that they face and they were able to overcome with all that and and anytime there's change, you know, and, and I know coach math has brought me in as his OC um, but anytime there's a change at, at the helm you know there's going to be things that are different and so you know this year our senior class kind of lived with, in between that tension of you know how how we did it and then now how we're doing it and and uh, you know they, they did a great job of handling that and and uh you know but moving forward I feel like these are these kids are, are locked into kind of my voice and, and what we want them to achieve and so it's been a great offseason so far and we're really
0: excited you know speaking of next season you know it's never too early to start looking ahead um you know as far as what you're looking forward to about this this upcoming 2020 Marshall Mavericks squad where do you, where do you think you, you guys are going to hang your hat what, what are you what do you think you guys are going to be all about I,
2: you know before we before we met for off season, I think the biggest thing we came together as staff and then we just said you know what What's the one thing that we've got to change that that can kind of fix a lot of this? And, and it was urgency, and so I think you're going to see a team that that kind of flies around. Um, you're going to see a more disciplined football team. You're going to see a team that's. Um, I mean, it's just urgent, and everything you do, whether it's you know running out for kickoff or running to the ball and making the play. And so um, you know, I, I feel like you know our kids have really accepted that challenge of of just kind of you know be attacking the, the offseason with urgency and, and i think we're going to see that on the field
0: and of course we are speaking four days after uil sure. realignment realignment comes down i'm, I'm interested to, to uh know how you feel like you guys fared how, how, how things shook out for you guys. yeah so we pretty much kept the same
2: yeah. district lindale um you know we know they're going to drop out We didn't know necessarily where Texas High was going to end up, but, you know, we brought them um, into our district, which makes our district even that more competitive. And so, um, I mean, we're going to – it's going to be a dogfight every week, which is exactly what you want. You know, you you don't want to be in in kind of a a patsy kind of district where then you get in the playoffs and, and, you know, your head's spinning. Um, And so it's going to be competitive, and and it's a great challenge to our kids. You know, uh, we know there's a target on our back. You know, we've won the district the last three years. I don't think ever before in, in Marshall history have they won four in a row. And so, you know, that's a, that's a big challenge to our kids. But we know that, uh, you know, Texas High, White House, NAC, um, you know, Jacksonville, all those, Pine Tree, you know, the, there's no, no way that they're, they're just going to
0: let us take it. There he is, Jake Gradle, the head coach of the Marshall Mavericks, uh, joined us at the Lone Star Clinic at College Station last week or a couple weeks ago. So we appreciate Coach i time. I'm excited about Marshall uh, heading into 2020. Think that they've got a chance to make some noise out there in East Texas. Uh, and I think that a uh, second year under Coach Greedle will do them some good, just some consistency there. But that uh, we appreciate Coach Greedle's time there at the Lone Star Clinic in College Station. And now we go to Greg Tepper for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Hey, thanks, Greg. Here for Final Thoughts here in the jump seat, um, we have got a, uh, a couple of uh, comments here. Uh, Daniel Sanchez has asked how QPR is doing. How's QPR? Uh, pretty good. I would say things are going pretty well. Got a nice 4-2 win over Stoke uh, over the weekend, including I think they fell down 2-0 and then like scored four unanswered, which is uh, always the ways uh, to uh, to uh, to always the the way to uh, to win a game. That's that's exciting is, is to do things like that. Uh, Samuel Deleon brought up an interest, uh, a good point, which is that uh, earlier in the uh, program we had uh, uh, we had. Uh, Bill Webb from Sports One uh, Network. Their website is sportsoneconnection.com. That's sportsoneconnection.com. The number one, uh, and I believe I might have misspoke earlier, but it's sportsoneconnection.com. If you're interested in learning more about their scene over there, um, and then let's see, anything else? What else am I? What else am I trying to tell you guys? Um, I don't know. I think that's about it. Uh, We are going to be off tomorrow. Um, uh, Tomorrow, um, Ashley will be back on Monday, so we will have a normal uh, show on Monday. So make sure you check that out on Monday. But I am not going to be here tomorrow, and so... Tear. Uh, but in any case, we appreciate you spending a little bit of your day with us. We will be back on Monday for another show, episode 909, the very special edition 909. It's the 909th episode spectacular. You don't want to miss it. Don't know what's going to be on it yet, but we'll figure that out then. So thank you for spending this part of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com for Greg Tepper and Greg Tepper. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. We will see you on Monday on Texas Football Today.